Hey everybody, this is Chelsea Schaefer and Caitlin Gustav, and this is The Score, the official podcast of the sport of team roping. This is the Team Roping Journal's semi-weekly podcast, highlighting the team roping industry's top talents and influencers through stories that inspire and connect ropers. We sit down with ropers from the professional ranks, as well as industry icons and producers to delve into topics that make the team roping world tick. This is season two. It will feature even deeper interviews, storytelling, and issue-based coverage, and we are so excited you're here. At the Team Roping Journal, we want to reach our readers wherever they are, whether that means in print, online, or on the go via a podcast. So we're going to try something new. We're going to provide an audio edition of select articles, past and present, via the score on whatever app you're streaming right now. You'll be able to stream or download individual articles from the print publication, narrated by each author each month. We'll throw them in as a bonus episode, and if you like them, we'll do more. If you don't, by all means, let us know. Shoot me an email at cshafer at aimmedia.com. Don't forget, before you go, leave us a review and a rating. I promise we read each and every one, and we take your suggestions to heart. Now enjoy this first episode. This bonus episode of The Score is an audio edition of Outside the Box, the cover story on Sean Grant and the DT Horse Program from our July 2019 issue of the Team Roping Journal. I'll explain how Sean Grant's unconventional training methods, paired with Dean Tufton's breeding program, are driving the rope horse industry forward. If you get a chance, visit theteamropingjournal.com to see the images from Dean's Arena in Scottsdale, shot by Arizona and Colorado-based photographer Carrie DeCastro. They might just help you visualize the track I'll describe later in this episode. Plus, it doesn't hurt to see the horse flesh eye candy that makes up the DT horse program. If you're not in the middle of the horse training mecca of Scottsdale, Arizona, the name Sean Grant might not mean much to you. But if you pay attention to great rope horses, you've seen the fruits of his labor through the DT horse program, championed by owner Dean Tufton and shown by the likes of legendary horsemen C.R. Bradley and J.D. Yates to American Quarter Horse Association world titles and American rope horse maturity success. Grant, the man who spends the early years with those great horses, though, has chosen to spend his time out of the limelight and in the arena. But it's been his methods and his foundation that have set those great ones up for success, and it's Grant's meticulous attention to detail that makes him the perfect fit for Tufton's program. In fact, Grant might just be the greatest rope horse trainer you've never heard of. Grant, now 45, came to Arizona after childhood in Alaska, where he grew up in a rodeo family. His dad saw year-round opportunity in the Grand Canyon State, so the family moved south when Sean was 12. At 13, Grant started working for eventual Hall of Fame trainers Jimmy Paul and Jimmy Paul Sr., Mike Drennan, and Steve Payne for a chance to rope and ride good horses. I worked for Steve because I got to rope, Grant said. I went to the pro rodeos for a few years and got to the point where I realized I needed better horses and more money. I was roping with Monty Joe Petska, and he had told me about Jimmy Paul. He said he didn't live far, and he said he'd ride good horses, and I'd learn a lot. So for five or six years, I rode with him. That's when I got more into training horses. His dad was working there at the same time, and I got to ride really good cow horses. That's when I realized what I wanted my horses to feel like. At the same time, bit with the roping bug, Grant was hanging around guys like the late, great BFI champs Mark Arnold and Ricky Green and eventual seven-time world champion Jake Barnes. Sean was around here when Clay and I were going a lot, Barnes said. He broke into the professional ranks, and he rodeoed and decided it wasn't his niche. 
So he decided to train rope horses, and he started incorporating his horsemanship into the rope horse industry. At 18, Grant was an amateur in circuit rodeoing when he met a Canadian healer named Dean Tufton. They roped together at the jackpots while Tufton was rodeoing with Speed Williams at the time. He was one of the best jackpot hedgers in the business, Tufton remembered of Grant. He was winning everything. Grant circuit rodeoed until 2007. He's just got over 63000 in PRCA earnings, really, all the while training horses in the Scottsdale area. He worked for Four Peaks Ranch for 15 years, where Tufton would eventually start sending him four horses a year from his ranch in Oregon. I've rode horses for Dean for the last eight years, Grant said. He'd send me four at a time from Oregon, and I'd ride them from September to May. I'd send back those four, and the next year, get another four. But when Tufton moved his program to Scottsdale in 2017 to open a large-scale rope and cow horse operation, he coaxed Grant into a full-time role. Tufton's mission with DT Horses is to build equine athletes that are easier to train, sounder and faster, plus cowy and beautiful, by constantly upgrading their stallions and their mares in his 150-horse program. His execution strategy? Cross the best studs on the best mares, rope the best cattle, hire the best horsemen, and take the best care of each animal to create horses that world champions and world series ropers alike will have to have. It's all on me from there, Grant said. I've got the best horses, the best facility, and the best cattle, so if they don't turn out, there's something wrong. Stallion's Hickory Holly Time, who won the 2018 World's Greatest Horseman title with Tufton's cow horse trainer Kelby Phillips, and Metallic CD, the reigning AQHA world champion in the senior healing under J.D. Yates, now headline the breeding program. Plus, Tufton's superstar lineup of broodmares includes King Snazzy Sugar, who's one of AQHA's top performance producers and a damn to multiple world champions, as well as Little Miss Shiny Checks, the NRCHA's open bridal world champion. Several of the mares we're getting babies out of, I've rode, Grant said. Almost everything in my barn is related. It gives me a good idea about what to expect. And when you're familiar with horses you've rode over other horses and you know them really well, and you get a sibling, you have a pretty good idea of what they're going to be. Each full crop offers 20 to 25 horses, with Phillips and Grant working with Tufton to decide which horses go to the rope horse direction and which horses enter Phillips' cow horse program. Tufton believes in using natural horsemanship methods, inspired by popular Australian trainer Clinton Anderson, to maximize the mental preparedness of each colt for training. So Anderson apprentice Jeff Gleason works with every colt on the ground before Grant rides them as two-year-olds. The two-year-olds I want to ride for a year before I do anything, Grant explains. There's nothing wrong with tracking the dummy in a ring snaffle, but mainly the two-year-old year is just getting them broke. These colts are starting to get rode in the spring. I really want to ride them all the way up to January, and then when I feel like they're getting more broke, then we'll start following the lead steer and roping the dummy on them. I like everything at a slow speed. It's a critical point. You don't want them leaning. You don't want them scotching. You want them to read your delivery. Halfway through their three-year-old year, that's when I can have the header turn the lead steer for me. While most elements of Tufton and Grant's program are out of the ordinary just for their exceptionalism, one thing in particular will catch the eye of anyone entering DT Horse's roping arena. About a year ago, Grant and crew assembled a line of panels down the far side of the arena, opposite the return alley. The idea, one Grant had been rolling around in his head for the better part of a decade before implementing, is that if a roper can teach his cattle to run the entire way around the arena, from the chute to the back of the arena and down the track on the other side of the pen and back to the box, the horse can follow along and never be looking for the end of a run, eliminating that panicked, chargy feeling that's hard to keep out of head horses. 
On a lot of older rope horses, they're taking you to their job, Grant said. I don't like a horse like that. I won't have to push my horse. I want them waiting on me, saving their energy. But when I say go, that means now. What happens with rope horses when you come from the box and go to the stripping chute? It's a chase game. I want my horses to run down in the ground and wait on me until I say go get him. If I've got a fresh cow in the arena and I drop my reins, let's say that cow is 200 feet from me. I just want him to lope to him. They wait on you and they stay relaxed until you want to say go get him because they don't know when the run is going to end. Grant uses the track he's got set up around the arena to achieve just that. He breaks in his fresh cattle, learning they're around the arena and down the lane pattern, heading to the middle of the arena and looking for the gate once they get tired. Knowing which steers have more try to go more laps around the track, Grant develops each horse's practice plan and based on which steer is in the chute. I put one out, and it knows to go around the track, and it ends up in the middle of the arena, and then I push him around again, Grant explained. I just keep following him at a lope. Pretty soon that steer gets tired and starts slowing down. I come back up the lane, and my horse is tired. He's not charging and stupid, and that's when I ask him to run. I just keep chasing him around the track until I catch up. It's critical that I wait for the opportunity for my cow to slow down where I know my colt and can catch him. If I see that cow slow down, I'm going to run my horse up there and rope him and be done. I want them waiting until I ask, but at the same time, I'm teaching them to deal with speed and accept it so it doesn't scare them. NFR header Colton Schmidt, who has known fellow Canadian Dean Tufton for most of his life, stayed with Grant for a couple months in the winter of 2017 after a frustrating trip to the finals. He was having trouble with his horse, the then reigning PRCA AQHA Head Horse of the Year, Tuffy's Badger Checks, and they both needed a restart. He restarted us on everything, Schmidt said. We put Badger in a rink snaffle, and Sean ta- first taught me how to lope in a straight line. You won't believe how long that took. Now I go back any time I need help. I think he's the best horse trainer in the world. The basics for the horse and how simple he makes it and how broke they are means a problem doesn't ever become a huge problem because it fixes so easily because the horses are so broke. Schmidt's 2016 NFR partner, Colorado native Shay Carroll, is also a fan of Grant's and spent a month there this spring. Carroll's time there resulted in a new gig. He'll be showing the DT horses this year at the Rope Horse for Charity and seasoning DT heel horses on the rodeo road. The main thing is the attention to detail at all steps of the process, Carol said. From Dean spending hours figuring out which mares to breed to which studs, which guys come in to work on them on the ground, who will ride them as two-year-olds, and Sean figuring out how each horse can be successful. Our job is to make great horses for whatever the talent of the horse is. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Now remember, leave us a review and a rating. Let us know what you think. Email me at cshafer at aimmedia.com. Promise we love your feedback. We're doing this for the Ropers, so if you all are enjoying this, please let us know. If there's something different you'd like to see, we want to know too. So thanks, everybody. Have a great week.